Welcome to The Creep End. I'm your host, Brittany, and this is my co-host and sister, Kaylin. Hello. And we're finally back recording with episode number... I don't know, like 54 or something like that. I think it's 54. <laughs> I had to go back in my all my notes and like like make sure I wasn't missing any. Uh, because I stupidly don't number our episodes on... on a, Oh. Odd beans. So. Oh, that's okay. It happens. Everything just has its own name. We'll never know. That's okay. Um. So yeah, it's we. I've been putting episodes out like bi-weekly, and that may or may not remain the norm from here on out because we're fucking crazy people and. Both of us are thinking of starting master's degrees by the end of the year and all sorts of shit, but obviously we don't want to disappoint our three fans um, and quit three podcasting, and a half. so we might just have to swap to every other week from here on out, but that and gas is expensive, and I live at least like 45 minutes away and all the fun things, and <sighs> so, so yeah, that's just kind of some, some drama. Not really drama. I'm just kidding. It is what it is. But it's kind of it, I guess, mm. podcast-wise. Yeah. We're hopefully going to be doing some cool shit for the podcast, though, because we still take it very seriously. Well, I do. I don't know. Kaylin looks bored as fuck already, and we've only been recording for two seconds. So. I've been up since five. I'm already exhausted. <laughs> Uh, getting random texts from my kids' teachers. Like, I'm just... Oh, I'm already it's, done. It's gonna be a good day. Uh, anything else you want to touch on? Brittany brought me a cup from Disneyland. And you guys should see it. It's Hercules and it's shaped like a pillar. And it's got the Hercules face on it. And it comes with a straw. It's like the Her- It's the Herculade cup that they have. When I he's didn't wearing the realize shoes. it. Yes. It's so, I'm just so excited, but it comes with a straw. When he's drinking the Herculade and he has the shoes on and Hades is like, what the hell is that? Yep. Well, you know what? It's the best cup ever. It's my favorite cup now. It's pretty cool. It is pretty fucking cool. I thought it was adorable. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have anything else aside from potential bi-weekly episodes, but that's about it. I'm almost done with my bachelor's. I'll be done. I got like three more classes left. That's good. Oh, shit. And then I owe a shit ton of money. And then that's about it. I mean, that's all it is. $100,000 into our master's. I looked into getting my master's at USC. And that's their first problem. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first problem. My God. They were like, oh, yeah, it'll be $99,000 at the end. I was like, (laughs) thanks for your time. I'm gonna go puke now. <laughs> I'll get back to you on this one. Oh, sweet Jesus. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, well, I, oh, got, yeah. I got it. What? I got, like, two chapters into that new book you got me. Oh, the, uh, the Raylo one? Yeah. Yeah? Uh, and it's it's alright. It's kind of... it's like, a, you have to warm up. Could, yeah, you do I've... have to warm up for sure. I'm on, like, chapter three. I think I'm in the middle of chapter three or something like that. 
And, like, the first chapter, it was kind of like, or the, the prologue, I'm sorry, the prologue. Yeah, because epilogue comes after. Yeah, prologue. <laughs> sorry, I had to really... We're in think, college. I had to think about that one. Um, yeah, that was, like, what kind of grabbed me, and then it slowed down at the, like, chapter one. And now it's kind of trying to pick back up, but it's taking a second. Mm. But it'll be okay. But I'm slowly reading it, so sorry to you and Chelsea for, you know, waiting on me to That's all right. I'm finish still it. working my way through Wuthering Heights, so. And I just realized that it's been two exact years since I bought of Songbirds and Snakes, or the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, and I've been reading it for two years, and I still haven't finished. Well, now you're going to have to, because the movie. I know, and I'm excited, which is why I'm pushing through. I'm going to try to finish this book before I pick back up the the Raylo, Rilo, whatever, Mm -hmm. low one. So I should have brought that one to you so you could have read it while I'm finishing up the other one. I bought it for you. I have shit I want to get through reading, so it's not... A detrimental thing that it's I don't still, have it soon. I feel like I'm holding everybody up. Yeah, holding anyone up. There's thousands of books in the world. This is true. I'll just write my own book. Yeah, please do. Just write my own Raylo. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, dear. No, thank you. Uh, I'll Isn't leave that to the experts. Have a fucking lawnmower. Yeah, it blows bubbles. I'm sorry. That is so cool. Sorry. Anyways, uh, keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I got us presents. Oh, presents. But they'd only let me buy five of them online. (laughs) That was the max amount, so... That's rude. So, we're gonna have to see what we got. Okay, ready? They are cute, cryptid, um... Oh, they're surprise? They're blind pins. Oh, God. And they have... Collect all six. It looks like, what is that, a jackalope? Collect all six, but you only get to choose five. You can only, yeah. Okay. It wouldn't let me order more than five, so that was kind of shitty. But it has the Jersey Devil... Okay. The, is that a, the Yeti, Mothman, Chupacabra, Loch Ness monster, and I think that's a, oh a jackalope. I don't know what the fuck that is, but how do I open this? I have no idea. I'm really hoping oh, for a Mothman. Go. I'm really hoping for the fucking Loch Ness. I'm like, please, Mothman. You named my daughter after the Loch Ness monster. Oh my god. Oh, I think I got what you wanted. <gasps> Nope. Oh, I got what I wanted! I got so cute. Why is it so hard to open? I don't know, but you're falling behind. I know. Don't open all of them. <laughs> it's like, I can't get the cardboard off. You want me to help you? Want me to nah. start it for you? I have no fingernails. Here, I got fingernails. I've actually let mine grow out. Ew. Teeth. It's so bad for your teeth. Yeah, whatever. I got Not like I can say anything because I, I got like dentist two days. I got ago. like ten it's cavities. Fine. It's all right. <gasps> Chupacabra. Oh my goodness. Chupi chupi. <gasps> Yeti. Oh my god, that's so cute. Come on, Mothman. I swear to God, if I You're got five of these slow. and I didn't get a fucking Mothman, I'm be fucking heated. Oh my god, these are so fucking cute. I we gotta did, take been... a picture of them. So they're from they. What is this brand? It's called whatever company. Uh-huh. But like Is it Hot Etsy or No, Hot Topic had them. Oh. And I had been going every time I go to the mall, I just walk oh, in. Oh, well there's two yetis, so we each get a yeti. Oh, nice. Uh so every time I go to the mall, I check and see, but the chick at the mall always says mm-hmm. like no, they go hella fast cuz of TikTok. Oh, yeah. And so they sent a Did you get them? Did you get them? Mothman! Oh, 
are you? Oh, I'm so it's happy. It's so, so fucking cute. Well, look. I love it. I got a Loch Ness it's and a Yeti, and then you could have those three. Are you sure? Because I know you like the. You don't want the, I know you like him better than I do. Oh, okay. Look, he's even sucking on a goat. That's adorable. Oh my god, I have to post pictures of all. Yes. I'll post pictures of all these. They're there so cute. So who are we missing? We're missing. Um, we oh, are... the Jersey Devil and the Jackalope. Yep, and that's it. All right, I'll have to order another round of these. Oh. That was fun. Oh, I'm glad we got what we wanted. <laughs> this is so cute. Taking a picture. Okay, nobody laugh at me, but my mouse pad is just a giant Magic the Gathering card nobody's pack. judging you at all so they're on the library because nobody looks at our fucking instagram anyways except for your people that you share a salon with that's it <laughs> it's the only people who listen i try this again there we go oh my god this yeti is so fucking cute a lot they're all so cute i really want the jersey devil one too mm-hmm. But I got the Loch Ness Monster! Oh my goodness, he's so cute. Alright. So this episode probably won't post for two weeks, and you get a picture today, and then in two weeks, you'll understand what the fuck we're talking about. (laughs) And that's okay. It's so fucking cute. (laughs) He's so cute. I like how the Yeti has a flower in its hair, Mm -hmm. and it's just like walking with sass. I'm here for it. Too bad there's no fucking Bigfoot. I know. An interesting choice to do Yeti instead of Bigfoot. It's probably because... I guess Bigfoot looks like a Wookiee. Yeah. But like, what is that, Chewbacca? <laughs> this is true. Yeti's a little more distinguishable. <laughs> um, or an Ewok for yeah. being that small and cartoony. Alright. Well, any um, spooky updates? Well, no, not really. I guess. I don't know. I forgot. I forget all the things. It's been a very long time. I know. I was, like, doing good about writing them down, and then I stopped. I feel like there was one that I was like, you have to remember this. And then, of course, me being who I am and not ever remembering anything. Sounds like me. I forgot. Uh, yeah, I don't... I mean, I feel like... Mine are just the same old, same old. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm going to blame it on the new medication that I'm on <laughs> for my migraines. Because they said that it would fuck with my eyes. Oh, like, so you just like seeing things. So I feel like... But it's not like really like, like hallucinations or anything like that. Like, let's get this part straight. It's right. not like seeing things, seeing things. But it'll feel like something is moving in the corner of my eye. Oh, yeah. But I feel like at the same time, it could just be because, like, I'm, like... I made a little eye twitch. Yeah. I just remembered I had coffee. Hold on. Oh. Sorry. No. It's okay. She's running. It's kind of funny. I have her toe run. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I don't know. But I feel like at sometimes too, like... Because I can see straight into the kids' bedroom from my living room. Oh, I feel yeah. like there's always something kind of, like, whooshing through there. It's your child. I know. She's all right. There's always... She would be crying if she was There's wasn't. always something going on in their room. So. But that's about it. But I also feel like we did a whole, like, dump this last weekend. And I feel like a lot of, like, 
bad juju oh, left. Oh, good. <laughs> with That's the what dump. I do. You need to do some, like, clearing out and cleansing. Oh, Rochelle cleansed my, uh, my crystals that sit on my mm-hmm. counter at work. She needs to come cleanse my soul. I said, I'm like, just come and cleanse like, me. Just. I told her you had said that. Like, douse me. <laughs> I was like, I ask her to do that every day. I start uh, paying her. Yeah. Something. Like, I'm here, sage me. Um, but yeah, no, just like creepy shit at work. Creepy sounds at work. But fucking seeing, like, been kind of seeing shadow man shit out of the corner of my eye. Mm-hmm. Which hasn't happened in a long time, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but here and at work. I could have sworn I seen somebody in like the window of the door at work. Oh no. Nope. Mm mm. That's where I would have quit. I'm like, see you later. Yep. Nope. Never. And then scared the shit out of me the other day because I heard some shit happening in the back and then realized that Jeff and Rochelle they left and then they'd already come back but I didn't hear them pull up. Mm. And then I start hearing and I'm like Oh God! Like it's the middle of the day and the porch is haunted, or it's a homeless person like hanging out. And then I, it was Jeff, so it was fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's well, just Jeff. <laughs> make sure you, make sure Jeff knows you called him a homeless person. I didn't call him a homeless man. <laughs> I thought the homeless man was hanging out back there because we have like a resident homeless man that sits on our patio. I was leaving to bring the kids to school today, and fucking um. A homeless encampment moved over into that fucking bear area that's like across the street from the park. Nice. Yeah. And they're dumping their fucking RV all into it. Oh. Yeah. That's awesome. It was lovely. Happy. While the two cops were just sitting there watching. (laughs) I'm like, you're not going to fucking do anything about it. Like, this is illegal. Like, littering is illegal. Like, come on. No, because then the city is going to have to pay to have it removed because the homeless people aren't going to remove it. Well, they have an RV. They could just shove it right back into their RV. I guess. Or fine them. I don't care. They gotta find a homeless person. Yes. What are they gonna pay it with it? Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> Host a garage sale out of the side of Garbage sale out of the side of their RV. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. But, yeah, these cops literally were sitting in their fucking cop SUVs just watching. That sounds about right. Like, sounds like fuckers. Cops. Fucking fucks. <laughs> they always like ticket you when you're doing five over the speed limit, but mm-hmm. when someone's actually breaking the law, they're like, meh. <laughs> it's Although, fine. granted, I guarantee it's because you can't, they can't, what are they, they're not gonna get paid if they ticket the homeless person. Oh, yeah, no. And where are they gonna find them? There's no address to There's find them. There's an address them. there. It's proper. There's property there, and it yeah, is for yeah. and it is for sale because yeah, there's but, been a for sale sign up there for like months now. Okay, but the homeless person isn't claiming that address is not on their ID. No, this is true, but and and, and, and it's get, squatting, I guess, too, and they would need like a thirty day notice in order to leave. <laughs> so for today's episode, I did the Greenbrier Ghost, or kind of known as the ghost that solved her own murder. Okay. Cue dramatic music that I don't know how to insert. In October of 1896, Elva Zona Heaster H-E-A-S-T-E-R That's not Hester, right? That's Heaster. There's an A in there. Heaster. Yeah, I think that would be Heaster. Who went by Zona uh, met a blacksmith named 
follow me here. Oh, God. Erasmus Stribbling Trout Shoe. (laughs) (laughs) I tried. I mean... I fucking tried. Bro, like... uh, So, apparently, he um, went by Edward. Of course, his name was... Because I would go by Edward rather than Erasmus Stribbling Trout Shoe. (laughs) I would go by Trout Shoe. (laughs) Just call me trout. Just call me trout. Stribbling. What is happening? Yeah, I mean, I'd be pissed off if I had that name too. You know, names have come a long way. <laughs> um, so they pretty much like quickly got married. And about three months later, on January 23rd of 1897, Zona was found dead at the bottom of her stairs by a neighbor boy that she employed to do chores for her. So the neighbor boy runs off, he tells his mom, and he goes to the blacksmith shop to tell Erasmus. <laughs> That's not even that funny. <laughs> and, um, what the hell? So, of course, everyone in the town is alerted. You know, the doctor, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Um, so it took about an hour for the local doctor, Dr. Knapp, to get to the shoe's house. And by the time he arrived, Erasmus had already gotten home and carried his wife's body up to the bedroom, washed her, dressed her, and then laid her out on the bed. And he'd put her in a um, high-necked dress with a stiff collar and then put a veil over her face. He was, like, seemingly very distraught and he wouldn't let go of his wife's body. He was holding her with, like, her head cradled in his arms, and he wouldn't let the coroner or Dr. Knapp near. Mm. So finally, after a little bit, he went ahead and let Dr. Knapp do, like, a really brief examination of her body, and the whole time, he's cradling her still. He didn't let her go. So, obviously, the doctor wasn't able to do, like, a thorough examination, and so he just kind of said that she must have died of a, what they called an everlasting faint, basically a heart attack. And then other sources said that eventually he changed the cause of death over to complications of pregnancy, which, whatever, I don't know. Of course, women must be the uterus. It's the uterus, <laughs> it's the hormones. Right, it's everything. We're just crazy. Um, so the body was then prepared for burial and, uh, Erasmus was assisting in the entire preparation the whole time. He placed her in her casket. He was always handling her head. He placed a folded sheet on one side of her head and an article of clothing on the other side, which he said would make her, um, rest easier. He also tied a large scarf around her neck and then said that it had been her favorite scarf. I bet you it wasn't. <laughs> so, uh, Zona's body was then taken to her ma- her mother's house, um, and her name is Mary Jane Heaster. And uh, when the casket was opened... Sh- uh, Jesus Christ. When the casket was opened, uh, Rasmus always remained at the head of the casket and was, like, really watchful over her body. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Pause. This is gonna go perfect with my Edward pin. 
Oh my god. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> Uh, so the very next day, the 24th, her body was buried at a little cemetery on the hilltop. And that was kind of it. Everyone thought it was unusual for such a sudden death, but, I mean, it is what it is, kind of a thing. Mary Jane Heaster, uh, Zona's mother, however, was not convinced that her daughter just randomly dropped dead so um she already suspected her husband because she never liked him hmm. and without any evidence at all was convinced that he had murdered her daughter so she decided to start praying for zona to somehow come back from the dead and tell her how she died and within a month after the burial uh, the dead girl's mother was telling neighbors that her spirit had appeared to her four nights in a row. So supposedly, Zona's spirit <clears throat> appeared as a bright light to her and gradually took human form and filled her entire room with a chill. The ghost then would tell her mother that Erasmus had been abusive and cruel and said that he had attacked her in a fit of rage when he thought she had not made any meat for dimmer, dimmer, <laughs> and that he had attacked her in a fit of rage when he thought she had not made any meat for dinner and savagely broke her neck. The ghosts. <laughs> like, man's got all sorts of problems. Like, bro, you, you have the worst name I've ever heard in my life. And you're pissed off because you thought there was no meat. What the fuck? Where am I? Okay. So every night that she appeared, the ghost would say that her, basically, neck was broken as she would turn her head completely around. <clears throat> and then she would walk away while her backwards head was staring back at her mother. And then she would disappear. Nope. <clears throat> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> like, no. Can't you just come back normal and no. be like, he no. killed me? No, can't do that. Why would we ever do that? Oh my god. So, Zona's mother basically was telling anyone that would listen that she was having visions of her daughter coming to her. So, word spread quickly around the entire town that, you know, uh, Mary Jane thought that Erasmus had killed her daughter. So she goes to the local prosecutor, John Alfred Preston, and spends several several hours in his office trying to convince him to reopen the case of her daughter's death. And she's telling him, I only know this because my daughter came back to me. Mm -hmm. Her ghost came back to me to tell me this happened. So Did they have her sent to the state penitentiary no but i'm kind of getting like beauty and the beast vibes when the dad goes into the town pub and oh, he's like yeah. the beast has my daughter and they're like bro you're nuts yeah that's kind of the vibe i'm getting here <laughs> yeah so anyways he may uh preston may or may not have believed the ghost story but a lot of locals had been kind of speaking out since her death since zona's death saying that they didn't think it was natural. They totally thought she had been murdered. He kind of had already suspected the husband 
just, you know, because he was a weird, sketchy dude. Mm -hmm. And so he went ahead and reopened the investigation. So the ghost story may or may not have compelled him, but he ended up opening the investigation anyway. Preston then went to speak with Dr. Knapp, who admitted that he had not made a complete examination of the body, and that was viewed as, like, sufficient evidence um, to exhume her body for an autopsy. So, Zona's body was um, exhumed and then examined on February 22nd of 1897 in the local one-room schoolhouse. What? You can do your homework there later. Yeah, I mean, did you not have a morgue or something? Like, no, oh, that's weird. No, couldn't we do gotta it in do hospital? it in the schoolhouse. I mean, I don't know. Let's not couldn't do, do it, it in the doctor's house? Like, what's happening? Where did you do autopsies before this? I don't know. Whatever. It's weird. Schoolhouse. I mean, it is 1897. So, I don't know. Why anyway. do it anywhere more convenient, you know? Right? I don't know. So, the autopsy lasted about three hours and, of course, found that Zona's neck had been broken. Um, one of the local newspapers, which is, um, named the Pocahontas Times. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I think Pocahontas was news savvy, I guess. I don't, I don't fucking know. They reported that, quote, on the throat, there were marks of fingers indicating that she had been choked and that the neck was dislocated between the first and second vertebrae. The ligaments were torn and ruptured, and the windpipe had been crushed at a point in the front of the neck. He straight just... (laughs) So Preston obviously suspected Erasmus simply because of his strange behavior at the time, but he also was a little weary because Zona's mother had described exactly how her daughter was killed before the autopsy was performed. Mm. So he kind of had an inkling in the back of his head that maybe she had done it and the ghost story was just an elaborate plot to frame the husband because she hated him. Mm -hmm. However, the entire time that they um, had, you know, gotten the order to exhume her body, Erasmus had been complaining that he didn't want to have her exhumed, that it was, you know, whatever, desecrating her body, yada, yada, yada. And he um, also argued against attending the exhumation. And while he was arguing that he didn't want to go or whatever, he let it slip that he knew he would be arrested, but they could not prove that I did it, quote unquote. Obviously, this statement indicated that he knew his wife had been murdered. So, naturally, Erasmus was then held in the jail in Lewisburg while waiting for his trial to begin. During this time, he just started spewing more information about himself, and then they were also diving into his background. So they discovered that he had actually been married two times prior. Some reports say that his first wife uh, left him. The first marriage ended in divorce, um with her accusing him of being abusive and being very cruel. There's also reports that his first wife was in fact dead and that she had died of weird circumstances. Mm. So hard to say which is true. Mm -hmm. 
I only found like two articles that said the first wife was dead. I found a few more that said that she had left him and divorced. So I'm going to err on the side of divorce, but we'll, you know, we'll go into the legend for it anyway. However, his second wife did actually die under mysterious circumstances. So one wife supposedly died from a broken neck after she fell from a haystack. And the other wife died while helping Erasmus repair a chimney. He apparently was at the top of the chimney and his wife was placing the rocks in a basket with a rope attached to it. And as he was pulling the basket up, the basket fell and dropped onto her head. And I'm assuming broke her neck too. Mm-hmm. So whether or not the first wife did die, obviously the second wife had a broken neck as well. Yeah. So, and then um, he married Zona like less than a year after his second wife died, which is also sketchy. So then here's where Erasmus begins just talking out of the side of his neck in prison and telling anybody who will listen that he had this like weird grand plan of wanting to uh, marry seven women. And he, that was his like greatest ambition. So I guess the only way to marry seven women is to keep offing them. And he told reporters that he would sure that he would be freed because there was little evidence against him. So his trial began on June 22nd of 1897 and of course the mom Mary Jane was Preston's wit- you know star witness mm-hmm. uh, so he tried to keep his qu- when he questioned her he tried to keep his questions very factual and mm-hmm. he didn't want to bring up the ghost yeah. And she, however, was not letting up on that story. Yeah. So she brings up the ghost in court and basically tells everyone about the experience she had with her daughter visiting and telling her that her neck was broken. Um, and basically the jury even though they were told to disregard the ghost story because mm-hmm. obvious reason, they did not, essentially. Like, people in the community believed that it had happened. Mm-hmm. You know, she obviously went around the town telling everyone this had happened. Yeah. So the jury basically... The rumor is that the jury convicted him because of the ghost story. Yeah. They didn't really care how factual or his background or, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't care about any of that. They were like, oh, yeah, this is creepy. So that being said, obviously, um, Erasmus was found guilty of murder on July 11th and sentenced to life in prison. However, they maintained that the ghost was never mentioned by prosecution and played no part in the case. But... Mary Jane did talk about it herself on the stand or whatever. So mm-hmm. prosecution didn't technically bring it up. So they're like, the ghost didn't convict him. The ghost convicted him, essentially, yeah. you know. Um, and then he ended up dying in March of 1900 in West Virginia State Penitentiary. And um, he kind of he succumbed to some epidemic that went through the prison mm-hmm. and was buried in an unmarked grave in the local cemetery. And uh, 
Mary Jane, the mother, lived until 1916 and never once recanted her story about Zona's ghost. And also, as far as I know, did not ever see her daughter's ghost again. Oh, wow. And that is a story, short and sweet, of the ghost who solved her own murder. That's interesting. It's pretty cool, though. It's, I mean, it could have been the mom just, like, she knew. I feel, I feel like, like people have instincts and you can tell when things yeah. are sketchy. Yeah. And maybe she just, like, in her she head knew. convinced herself, like, and then was just having dreams. But, mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. You, you never know. know. But, yeah. So, that's literally the only, like, case in American history where a ghost a ghost sighting has aided in the conviction of a murderer. So there's a good old Erasmus. Erasmus. I would have probably become a murderer if I was named that. Trout Shoe. Erasmus Stribbling Trout Shoe. <laughs> Erasmus. That sounds like... I don't know what that sounds like. It, it sounds awful. It sounds like maybe some type of like plague disease or something. That's they named I'm... an epidemic after him. Yeah, something. <laughs> uh, so I changed my mind a few times and went back and forth like 18 million times and somebody said that they were going to send me ideas and they never did and... I was just kind of Here's your pile of ideas. going with it. So I did, I was looking up haunted islands and Bermuda Island came up. Oh yeah. And um, I'm not going to lie. I wrote like two papers yesterday and got really lazy when it came time to do the podcast. And it was a lot of writing and a lot of like history mm-hmm. in Bermuda that led to all, everything that happens there. So I'm like, I'll do this a different day. Oh, okay. Okay. So Bermuda is going to be a different day. Oh, good. But I think Bermuda Island and Bermuda Triangle are gonna have to be two separate things. Yeah, it's probably. Have to be. Because <coughs> there's too much information on either one to <laughs> really just fully put in a one whole thing. Yeah. So googling some more and then i found this one island and then i was i was trying to do the island that inspired the movie shutter Shutter island Island. except Ah. for it there's like really nothing to talk about when i looked it up oh isn't it like a compilation of isn't it like supposed to be like alcatraz it's like based off of no it's a real island it's called long island of massachusetts so it is based off of a real island in massachusetts but when looking it up there was like really nothing to go off of like there was no real hauntings of it no real like whatever all right so then we landed in italy and this one it's not that it's extremely like Ooh, like, scary haunted, but the shit's, like, eerie as fuck, and it's, like, it is pretty 
scary to the locals and to like even the police like they won't step foot on this island and um i don't speak italian (laughs) okay just gonna are you sure yeah oh man i thought you did yeah very fluent no it's po po god damn it it's it's spelled p-o-v-e-g-l-i-a povonia there's no n yeah but the g is like baloney okay sure pavonia island all right we're gonna call it the island now (laughs) the island (laughs) and it's close to venice that much i can tell you not much i can pronounce that's about it how do you spell it p-o-v-e oh p-o-v-e g-l-i-a Oh, oh, I was, you're right. Yeah. Poveglia? Poveglia Island. All right. So. I was like, baloney? Baloney? I have the headphones on, My so shit's has a first name, it's O-S-C-A-L. I don't know, shit gets weird when I have these headphones on. No, it's all right. Okay, so. Poveglia Island. Yeah, Paveglia. Okay. okay. In 1776, the island was under jurisdiction of the public health office, and it was a checkpoint for people and goods who came by ship. Um, hold on. I think I wrote my dates wrong. <laughs> I did. Oh, man. Okay, well, I wrote my dates wrong like an idiot, so that's okay. Um, so, but from 1990, or not 1993, 1793 <laughs> to 1814, the island was a quarantine station. Um, in the year that I wrote down wrong, which I wrote down 1973, which is not fucking right, <laughs> which I probably meant to write 1793. And not 1973. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, There were actually many cases of the plague on two ships, and the island was converted into a temporary confinement station. Um, And it became permanent uh, in 1805 under your favorite person, Napoleon Bonaparte. Ah, my favorite. Favorite. So this guy also like used this island to like hold weapons and like and he like kind of used it very rudely like to hide like the weapons and the machinery and like all these things and like gunpowder or whatever was used back then um because he knew nobody would step on step foot on this island because of the plague. Mm-hmm. So he hid everything on this fucking island because he knew nobody would step foot onto it. So he used it to his advantage. But he had also used his, you know, his rudeness um, <laughs> to destroy the church. Destroy the church. <laughs> and then he had one of the old bell towers that was on the island. He turned it into a lighthouse, which... I don't see the problem in that, but that could be just my opinion. I don't know how (laughs) those Italian people feel about it over there. Um, 
1922, existing buildings were turned into asylums and later used for nursing homes and long-term care facilities until it closed in 1968. Let's go back. The island was closed down for quite some time between, like, 1814 and 1922. Okay. Because there was really nothing there and a lot of people had died there. But I'm going to kind of go back and forth from, like, present to past in a second. Um, So the buildings were turned into asylums and nursing homes, long-term care facilities, um, and then it was... (laughs) God damn it. it. What the fuck? It's like you swallowed a bug or something. (laughs) And then it was used for agriculture, and then it was completely abandoned. In 2014, the Italian state auctioned a 99-year lease of the island, and this was in hopes the buyer would turn the hospitals and, like, all the different buildings into, like, luxury hotels and make it more appealing for people to come in and, like, hang out. Luigi... I can't pronounce his last name. I just really Luigi. enjoyed his first name. Luigi planned to restore and invest in the island, but the lease was not proceeded with because they didn't think that like his plan was like up to par. They were just like, nah, like you're not gonna do much with it. Get the fuck out of here. Like, uh, never mind. Yeah. I'm taking that back. Um, and in 2015, a private group hoped for a new plan, so they were gonna build like a park, a marina, restaurants. Uh, hostels, like a study center, and like different things. But as of 2019, the island is still completely empty. Oh. Um. The buildings there. So. This island, like now, is illegal to actually go to. Like, you are not allowed to step foot on this island. You will be fined. You will be prosecuted. Like, it is illegal to fucking touch this island. All right. People find ways, of course, to go to this island. And I think there is a way if you contact the government, like, for people like, um, like, ghost hunters and, like, stuff like that. I think if you, like, properly go through with stuff like that you are allowed to visit the island, but you're only allowed to, like, visit and leave. Like, you're not allowed to stay. You're not allowed to fucking hang out and stuff. Got it. So with that being said, there's, like, no graffiti on the island. There's no, like, there's nothing, like, that shows, like, people have been tearing down things or that anything has been destroyed by by humans or, like, even by animals or anything. So everything that is, like being like just not destroyed but like decaying is natural like the buildings being are like rusting naturally like all the items that have been left on the island have been slowly like decomposing naturally mm-hmm. um the buildings that are still on the island are the cavana um another church a hospital the asylum and the only reason they know the asylum is still there is because of the big ass sign that says such and such asylum oh nice um the bell tower and housing that was used for people who worked in the hospital in the asylum and the bell tower of course is the most visible it is said around 1600 people died on the island 
and that when you went to the island you knew it was you knew your your life was over pretty much like people would go to the island kicking and screaming and they knew that once they hit the island they were never coming back Mm. and that yeah um hang on i'm gonna okay Mm -hmm. okay um the although like it is said that there has been 160,000 people that have died on the island there hasn't been like a full investigation onto how as to how many have actually passed there um and the biggest legend of it all like is said that the soil or more than 50% of the soil is made up of the ash from the burned victims from uh, the plague. Oh, God. Yeah. Ooh, what? So there's a doctor there that worked in the asylum. And this can never really lead to anything positive. Um, who decided that he would perform experiments and lobotomies on patients and um, a number of patients died in his care and haunted him and tortured like not tortured him but he felt tortured by the souls that had passed in his care so he jumped out of the bell tower oh and did not survive and it is also said that the fog that was around during this time when he jumped out of the bell tower like strangled him the fog yeah like but they're using like spirits yes okay (laughs) yeah so either way that's fucking weird yeah so they were saying that the spirits were the fog like strangled him and kind of helped him out of the bell tower as well um there are many many mass burial grounds still and there are many like abandoned buildings of course and items and beds and baths that are just like rotting and rusting my favorite my favorite um there are still like the containers where they use to um burn the people in mm-hmm. those are still there cool yeah um yeah so here we go now it's kind of like getting into it the bell tower can be heard by locals so it just rings on its own sweet yeah that's cool mm-hmm and it'll just chime whenever it wants. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's com- um, comforting. Mm-hmm. We're busy. Mm-hmm. I guess answer it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, because the island has been like abandoned and pretty much just like left to nothing for a very very long amount of time. There is no source of electricity. But researchers have recorded odd electromagnetic fields, which makes me highly uncomfortable. Like, I would take the ringing bell tower over that any day. Ew. Yeah. Um, At night, screams can be heard. Oh, come on. Like, um, the screams from the people that were being burned. Oh, wow. 
voices can be heard, like the distorted voices Ew. and disembodied voices, which I don't like those two words, so I try not to use those because those words creep me out. Disembodied. Like, um, strange noises and... <laughs> It's <laughs> just strange noises. And I didn't look this word up. I told myself to look at work, to look it up, but I forgot to. L- laments? L-A-M-E-N-T-S? Yeah, like lay- l- yeah. laments. L- laments? Laments? Yeah. I don't know what that means, and I forgot to look it up. Oh, a passionate expression of grief or sorrow. Okay, so they can hear that. So, and like I said, this place is more of like an eerie feeling more than like extremely like haunted mm-hmm. but there are like feelings of being watched <laughs> and of like being followed and stuff um and it has been shut down for quite some time so these stories have all been pretty old as well since nobody is allowed on the island anymore and even before they shut it down like locals would tell people do not go there like you want to stay away from there police would be like do not go there like there was a story of like a taxi driver trying to talk somebody out of going to the island like Mm. because of how terrified he was for them and, like, the nickname of this island is, like, the place of no... Or the island of no return. And, yeah, that if that just doesn't give you, like, the weirdest fucking feeling in the world, then I don't know what does. But, yeah. It also doesn't stop me from wanting to go to Venice or anything, but that's okay. And the poo canals? Yeah, the poo canals. <laughs> but, yeah. That's, that's about it. It's more creepy than it was, like, super... Yeah, it's pretty creepy. Haunted. Or anything like that. It's kind of short, sweet. Two to point. Blech. Yeah. I just... I don't, I don't know. Just... <gasps> Foggy Island. Never you choked by the fog. No, I'm okay. Have you seen that movie, The Fog? Yep. <laughs> or The Mist or whatever it is. So there's two different ones. There's The Mist, which is the one where I think they're holed up in the, the grocery store. Yeah. And then like... The mis- big mosquitoes are coming after them or some shit some like that. Some shit. But then The Fog... <laughs> The Fog. I believe that is one about, like, weird pirate ghosts. Oh, okay. Because that makes everything better. Weird pirate ghosts. Wait, are you talking about Scooby-Doo on Zombie No, I'm not talking about (laughs) Scooby-Doo on Zombie I know what Scooby-Doo on Zombie Are you sure? So The Fog is, um... Oh, it's on Hulu. Nice. Oh, uh, the Fog is about, this is from Google, mm-hmm. the prosperous town of Antonio Bay, Oregon is born in blood as the town's founders get their money by murdering a colony of lepers. Okay, there's nothing to do with pirates here. <laughs> um, Told you you were thinking about Scooby-Doo on Zombie <laughs> Island. More than a hundred years later, Elizabeth Williams, whose family lives in Antonio Bay, returns just as a statue to tribute the founders is unveiled. 
When a mysterious fog rolls in, Elizabeth and her boyfriend soon discover it has a vengeful supernatural powers. Oh. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm good off of that. That's fun. Oh, well, there's somebody named Captain William, so <laughs> maybe there was, like, one boat guy. His name would be Captain William. I don't know. Anyway, so. I... <laughs> Ew. I don't know, it's your house. That's shit. fun. It's your house. <laughs> My house is just fucking biting. Yeah. It's a ghost. Ah, Take a little nibble. It's like, oh, no <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, yeah. I've been watching too much TV lately. Mm, I have not. I've. I watched. I finished the dropout finally, which is about this broad from, like she did like a startup company in Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. like in the early two thousands, mm-hmm. and like just basically swindled a bunch of billionaires into giving her money for nothing. Mm. It's Amanda Seyfried plays her. Oh, I love her. Um, it's actually really good show. Okay. I got sucked in. I didn't think I was gonna, mm-hmm. you know. You it's... know what show that's kind of like that that I got sucked into that I didn't think I was going to care for? Hmm. Was, um, oh my god, Inventing Anna? Yeah, so same, I mean, they, they both I'm... came out around the same time. Yeah. Yeah, so white women swindling people. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking white women. <laughs> um, so... That one was really good. I finally finished that one. I got sucked into the Gilded Age, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, by the same people who did Downton Abbey, mm-hmm. which I also just started Downton Abbey, so I haven't actually watched all that all the way through. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's like uh, late eighteen hundreds New York, mm-hmm. but. And it's like, so it's just the shit between, like, you know, the rich and the servants. And yeah. there's, you know, the difference between, like, living in Brooklyn as a black person, living in, yeah. you know, wherever these rich people live. And mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, class differences and things like that. Uh, racial issues, of course. But, like, um, it's also kind of funny. Mm-hmm. So it has, what the fuck is her name? It's like Catherine or... No. Hold on. No. It's. No. I always will forever know her. She's Martha May Huvier from The Grinch. Martha May Huvier uh, has the best lights. Basically. Oh, Christine Baranski. Mm hmm. Um, she's fucking hilarious. And then the main chick that you're kind of following um, is Meryl Streep's daughter. Mm hmm. So it's it's really good. I just put it on because I just kind of wanted like something to put on the TV, and I actually ended up like I can't stop watching it. So I'm already almost done with that. I finished Moon Knight since we recorded last. Oh dear. Uh, I watched the Batman, the new Batman with Robert Pattinson. <laughs> How was that? Really long, but really good well, and very good. dark. It was kind of like Batman meets like Saw. Ooh. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little oh, kind of gruesome in no some places. But uh, honestly, he, uh, probably one of he he 
probably is like one of my favorite Batmans. Oh, okay. And um, Zoe Kravitz, like a hundred percent now my favorite Catwoman. I love Zoe Kravitz um, though. It's very good. Mm-hmm. It's just really long, so I definitely recommend watching it. Mm-hmm. Just don't watch it at eight thirty at night like I did, and then you're up until eleven thirty, and you're tired. You have to work at nine a.m. the next day. And then I watched the first two episodes of Kenobi last night because they dropped it a day early. So I've been on a TV bender, I guess. <laughs> but I finally feel like I have like shit to talk about. <laughs> like I've watched things. I've watched all these things. I've and then, watched oh, none of that. And Stranger Things dropped today. Season four. Is out oh, today. Rowan's gonna be so happy. So that's the other one I need to keep Kay. up on. Is Stranger Things. Um, I was I really I fucking sad because I've been trying to like sit down to watch Ozark because I oh, love yeah. me some Ozark, right? Um, somebody on TikTok ruined it. Ruined it. Of course they did. But instead of it being like one of those like if you haven't seen it, like don't watch this, like most people on TikTok do, like and how nice they are about it. Yeah. Um, no, it was, like, um, TV deaths that I'll never get over, and then it showed which character ended up dying, and I will never recover from not being able to watch that firsthand. That sucks. Like, and it makes me so sad. I'm sorry. I was really fucking mad, too, because I'm like, at least, like, put the fucking show so I know which to, like, avoid yeah like that was that was a fucked up move yeah people suck um that's really all i got then yeah i watched goodfellas for the Mm. one millionth time last night because rest in peace ray Liotta. which i'm so i was genuinely sad about that one yeah like genuinely sad that it is so weird how many people my age were like oh my god i love goodfellas and i'm like it was so age inappropriate Mm -hmm. like the first time i watched that movie it was so i was probably like eight or nine but hands down like that like for like mob movies Mm -hmm. like goodfellas and the untouchables like top top tier for me and I fucking love Goodfellas, and I watch that shit all the time, but at a little... Um, it's just one of those movies that I've seen a million times, but, like, <laughs> I cannot... It's not like when I watch Harry Potter and I can just fall asleep or yeah. do my chores. I always end up just stuck watching mm-hmm. Goodfellas. Yeah. So now, um, I'm gonna... I think I'm gonna read the book it's based off of. Mm-hmm. Not that it's based off Ray Liotta, but, yeah, you know. All right, well, are we recording another? If you want to. Okay, well, we're recording another. All right, so, let's uh, go. Enjoy your nerd talk this one and your not very nerd talk t- next episode. Um, you can like us on Facebook. I don't really post there anymore. You can follow us on Instagram. That is where I frequent... Um, you can DM us or email us if you have any stories you want to share or you have any, um, 
like requests you want to make of any topic you want to hear about. Um, I haven't done this in a few weeks, so it's really not fluid anymore. Um, but yeah, you can email email us at thecreependpodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a star rating on Spotify, or if you want to leave us a written rating, you can do that, I think, only on Apple. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, I suck at this now. All right, well... That's it, and we will see you next week.